Hi everybody, welcome to the third episode of Booksmart. I'm Laura Kersop and I'm here with Chris Fellingham. Hello. Today we're going to be talking about The Bet Show. Laura, you went to bet this year. Um, first question, what does bet even mean? Oh, I'm really glad you asked me this because I looked it up earlier. Uh, it's the British Educational Training and Technology Show. But generally nowadays, people just call it bet. Until today, I didn't even know what it's for. And uh, what's bet actually for? It's basically a trade show. So uh, all of the companies on the planet it feels like uh, just send on uh, London Excel Centre and they showcase their finest wares to teachers and other people interested in this world and what did you see at BET this year? It's hard to remember because it is quite overwhelming and massive. Um, a few things that stick in my mind, uh, there were quite a few robots, some of them kind of doing odd dances. I hadn't seen robots before. Uh, the Google for Education stuff was quite impressive. So in the past, they kind of showcased their kind of slightly more boring software things, such as like Google Drive ish things for schools. Whereas this year, they were really pushing Google Expeditions. So they have they had like a vending machine that was uh, selling Google Cardboard kits and things like that. So that was quite cool. Um, but I always gravitate towards the Steam Village. I see. And what is the Steam Village? Uh, so Steam stands for Science, Technology, uh, Engineering, Arts and Maths. So it's what people that like to think of STEM as creative call STEM, basically. And so the Steam Village at BET is the sort of place where you get all the people congregated together that are involved in the sort of digital making movement. Mm-hmm. Um, digital making movement is become quite a hot topic over the last sort of two or three years, I guess, um, even though it has a much longer history. Uh, was there anything that particularly caught your eye at BET this year? So it was pretty solid turnout this year you had raspberry pine co-club you had computing at schools you had github um you had a few other things i think they had a microsoft makerspace there as well um but the new thing that i hadn't seen before was the sam labs kits so sam labs are a company that are based in east london and they were started by engineers from imperial college and they basically make these little construction kits uh, made up of blocks that kids can put together and they had some really cool things like uh, little cars you could put together that were programmable by via their app. Yeah, so I quite I quite enjoyed that. There was also a, a real Dalek on the uh, micro bit stand, and that was quite cool. I took a selfie with it. Laura, how has Bet changed over the years? Well, I think between five and ten years ago, we were drowning in interactive whiteboards at Bet. It was quite remarkable how many companies were trying to sell those to us. Uh, and that's certainly changed a bit. And now I think we've sort of, the thing that I'm noticing the most is assessment software that allows you to track the progress of students. And some of those are using predictive analytics. Those kinds of companies are everywhere. And the main thing, as I previously mentioned, that I'm really interested in is the rise of the maker movement being represented there and also stuff to help teachers teach computing. You went to BET this year as part of FutureLens delegation, but in previous years you went as a teacher. How did you benefit from it? 
Well, when I was a teacher, at first I used to walk around and look at all the amazing equipment that I couldn't really afford on my budget as the ICT coordinator. But then I utilised its uh, capacity to help me with my professional development. I remember things, this is in the days before the computing curriculum, uh, like attending a talk about a school that had used blogs throughout their uh, Key Stage 1 and Key Stage 2 to get children writing and reflecting on writing. And that was something that I actually then used in my school so it was full of tangible examples that I could then take away and implement and it was like a good place to bring together all the teachers from around the UK that were doing those innovative interesting things. And has BET ever been the subject of controversy? Um, Well actually yeah in 2012 it was at BET that Michael Gove scrapped the ICT curriculum or he announced that he was going to do that and I was actually there then watching the talk and because I was involved in the computing community I saw it as a fairly positive thing at the time but there were a lot of other ICT people that were not as happy about it because they wanted the ICT curriculum to continue to be quite broad and balanced but yeah that was certainly an interesting year at that. In the next segment, we got Laura to interview some of Bet's attendees. Okay, so uh, can you tell us who you are and what you do? Yeah, my name's Johnny Austin. I'm the Chief Technical Officer at the Microbit Education Foundation. So that means I'm I'm kind of in charge of Microbit's technical roadmap. And Microbit's a partnership project. So actually, a lot of our technology comes from our partners, like Microsoft, the Python Foundation, or Python Software Foundation, all these different groups put stuff in and, and make our kind of ecosystem so rich. And I'm the one that gets stuck in the middle trying to work out how we make sure it all works together, make sure that we have a nice future roadmap, and that everyone understands what's going on and that actually things grow and, and, and things get better. Awesome. That's very much like my job. I'm a product manager, so my life is road mapping yeah, so, so, and working out what to do next. So there's product management and then and then actually because we're pretty small, there ends up being a decent amount of product development going on yeah. as well. So I end up you know jumping into the code. My I ended up working on Microbit. I did the kind of software side of it when I was at ARM. I'm seconded from ARM to the uh, Microbit okay. Foundation. So that's my background is in the embed team there. So we provided a bunch of stuff into Microbit. So I still end up having to touch that every so often, poke it. Uh, to make sure it still works. Cool. Um, so Bet has the strap line about transforming education. What, in your opinion, is the main thing about education today that needs to be transformed? So I, I come from a, a technology background, right? I, I'm, I'm learning about education all the time. And the, the thing that got me excited about Microbit and got me involved in this sort of conference is, is that I've, I've always felt very strongly that engineering is a creative discipline. And I think uh, a lot of the way engineering gets approached uh, is quite formulaic. I think there's mixing that creativity, the excitement that, that a broad range of people from a broad range of backgrounds can have with the kind of progress you can make with technology, getting that into schools feels really key to me. And I, I think you know, maths and science have, have got this reputation for being dry and formulaic. And that's absolutely not true. We, 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 we haven't made progress throughout the last you know, 2,000 years in maths and science because people weren't creative. That's absolutely key. But I, I think making sure kids and teachers understand it's all about creativity, creative problem solving. That's what's going to drive the next 100 years of invention. 
Brilliant. What a great soundbite at the end there. Loved it. Um, now, everybody here is very chipper and positive about education and technology. I'm trying to see if there's any dark side to uh, what we're doing or maybe people's experiences in the past. So have you yourself had any um, negative or less than great experiences with education or education technology? Yeah, so I mean, I think the thing that I see as, as one of the biggest negatives is, is the kind of fear of it. So the BBC did this amazing thing. They gave away you know, nearly a million microbits to schools in the UK. And, and the thing that I think that I see as a, a, one of the problems we've still got to tackle is that some of them are sitting in boxes because the teachers, they don't know how to engage with them. They're, they're worried they might break them. They won't. You know, or they're, they're worried that um, they might expose themselves as not really understanding what's going on with the class. And, and we don't think they'll do that either. We've got a lot of resources. The BBC put huge amounts of work into making sure this kind of stuff was accessible to teachers and to kids. So I think, for me, the, the dark side is that for all that we've done a lot of thinking about the technology, there's still work to do on communicating to teachers that this isn't, you know, it doesn't break. Yeah. There's cool stuff you can do. And um, I think that's on us, actually, as technologists, to make sure that we're communicating clearly about how this should all work. Good. Completely agree. Um, so, if you've been at BET today or other yeah. days, what are some of the favourite things, your favourite things that you've yeah. seen here? So, I saw some totally ridiculous dancing robots, a, a fleet, almost a swarm of dancing robots. And I, I, I'll be honest, I don't understand why or what, you know, they're, a, <laughs> they're about uh, 40 centimetres high and they're... They dance. They're beautiful. <laughs> um, but actually, so that, that's cool. Uh, uh, but the thing that, that you can't top is that there's a Dalek here. Yes. Uh, there's a Dalek, you know, and the BBC brought it along. It hasn't exterminated anyone yet, but it's, it's, it's kind of just being casually chilling out in the steam area. That's my favourite thing. I bet that's been a great photo opportunity for people. Yeah, a lot of Dalek selfies. I sent, I've got some family in New Zealand, and I sent them a picture of me with the Dalek on the first day, really excited. <laughs> and they just went, Johnny, what's that thing behind you? So we've obviously, that's the other dark thing Doctor Who has not penetrated New Zealand yet so wow. uh, or at least not my not my cousins I can't believe that yeah no I, I think they're just out of touch <laughs> uh, where can people find uh, Microbit and you personally on the internet so we live at microbit.org uh, I'm available so you find me on GitHub I'm Jay Austin on GitHub and we've got a Microbit community Slack channel and, and that's actually I hang out there all, all day if you, if you want to ask me questions about kind of Microbit technical stuff then on our tech.microbit.org site which is for the developer community of Microbit, there's a Slack channel invitation there. So find me on Slack or uh, on the Microbit website. Brilliant. Thank you very much. No problem. Hello. Can you tell us who you are and what you do? I am Dr. Lucy Rogers. I'm a maker, I'm a creator, and I turn engineering into fun. Awesome. So can you tell us what you think is the biggest thing that needs to be transformed in education today? From my experience of education, and I'm not in education now, but I always thought that you were not allowed to fail. Whereas when you're making, you have to fail, you have to iterate, and so being able to fail and pick yourself up and try again, to me, is really important. Completely agree with that. Um, so can you tell us about a bad experience you had with education and technology, and what made it difficult for you? 
I was always told that work hard, study hard, pass your exams, you've got time for play later. And it found the, the harder I studied and the better I got at exams, the less time I was allowed to actually do practical stuff. If you were good exams, good at if you were good at exams, you weren't allowed to do the woodwork, to do the metal work, to do the cookery, to do the creative stuff. You had to do the academic stuff, and I wanted to do both. Um, what has been your favourite thing you've seen at BET? Raspberry Pi is always my favourite thing. Always. <laughs> what do you like best about Raspberry Pis? there's just so much you can do with it and to see how different people are using it in different ways from making blinky badges to making robots um, I've been using them in my dinosaurs so you know everyone needs a raspberry pi in their life brilliant and final question where can people find you online I'm at www.lucyrogers.com and on twitter at Dr Lucy Rogers brilliant nice to meet you thank you and you awesome that was good uh, first of all, tell us who you are and what you do. Uh, my name's Claire Sutcliffe and I work at the Raspberry Pi Foundation and I work to bring uh, computing and digital making to as many people as possible. Brilliant, love the pitch. Um, first question, what do you think is the biggest thing that needs to be transformed in education at the moment? I think probably one of the most important things is to help teachers feel more confident with computing. So I'm going to go for computing because it's the bit of education that I know most about. Um, I think teachers can feel a bit worried about new devices and new technology, um, and that's why we try and work so hard to try and combat that, uh, that, that lack of confidence. Brilliant. Okay, slightly a question that's slightly at odds with the positive nature of BET, but I'm yeah. asking everyone, yeah. can you tell me about the worst piece of educational technology you've ever used? Can you think of anything? I think some of it is more useful than others. Um, I think I think the kind of technology where everything's done for you and you're not actually learning anything, I think could be improved. <laughs> Diplomatic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so tell us what you're doing at BET today. What offers have you got for people that come up to your store? What messages are you telling them about? Um, so at BET today, we're doing various different things. Uh, the main thing that we're doing is launching our new magazine, Hello World, which is a magazine for educators. It's been written by teachers um, with our help to publish it. Um, it ships three times a year for free to any um, teacher's address in the UK and is available for, a, um, for free as a PDF online as well. And it's full of lots of fantastic content about how to teach computing at your school. We are also making light-up LED badges. Uh, we're taking your photo with a Snapchat filter and posting it to Twitter. And we're talking to people about how to start a code club, which is an after-school coding club for children. Yay! So where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find us at raspberrypi.org and codeclubworld.org. Thank you! Who are you and what do you do? Uh, my name is Steve. I'm a developer at FutureLearn. Great. First question. What do you think is the main thing about schools and education that needs to be transformed? Um, 
probably in education, higher education, I think accessibility. I think there's a lot of people in a lot of countries that really want education, but there isn't much of it in their country and they want access to it. But we've got all these universities in like the UK where you have to live in the UK and you've got to come over here and you've got to pay the fees over here and it's really expensive and all to get these live lectures with a lecturer when I think it could all be digital and completely open it up for people. Right. What about schools? Should I talk about schools? What could be... Yeah, because you used to work in a school, right? Yeah, I was a teaching assistant for four years. Um, And I think probably repetition. There's an awful lot of people repeating the same thing again and again, reinventing the wheel, rewriting curriculum material, rewriting lesson plans, not enough collaboration and sharing. They could really do with something like Trello to kind of centralize all of their curriculum and, and really share it much more easily. A lot of people redoing the same stuff. Agreed. I used to be a teacher. Definitely agree with that. Um, and a bit of a controversial question for being here at Bet today. But what's the worst piece of ed tech you've used? Oh, all of it. All terrible. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. Uh, the worst bit was the learning environment I had at my university. It was just like a website from the 90s. There were links everywhere. I couldn't find. I literally had to search the page to find the thing that I wanted to find. And it, oh, it was terrible. It took ages. Um, yeah. Sounds like a nightmare. It's awful. First world problems. <laughs> Thanks very much, Steve. You're welcome. And that's it for this month's episode. Chris and I are going on holiday, separately. I'm going to Tenerife. Where are you going, Chris? I'm going to be backpacking around Sudan. Sudan. Great. We'll see you in a month. Laura, you went to bet this year. How was it? Oh, no, no, wrong question. <laughs> Let me hear that again. <laughs> okay. <laughs>